I'm not a nerd. Nerds. Nerds. Nerds! I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Welcome to Nerdables episode 56. This week we are talking... We are talking... <laughs> Welcome Nerdables yes. to episode 56. This week we are taking... I like Welcome Nerdables to episode 56. Like we're welcoming the show. The, the, the show the the, the, the show itself hey welcome to welcome to 56 thank you i'm so happy to be here this is, is what, what i get for trying like? yes thank you okay so welcome to episode 56 this week we're going to talk about uh what <laughs> i forgot already. we're talking about the nfl i think i think this the seahawks are going to have a really good year they're going to go back to the super we're going to change our whole format the, hey, look it's the number one thing in the in the United States right now. That's all anybody cares about this Sunday. Every bar in America Johnny, is chock full of drunk. Johnny Menzel's not even at the stadium. He's out partying. You mean Johnny with, Cleveland with strippers and blood. No, dude, he has he's copyrighted like twenty names. <laughs> right? He's copyrighted like every name. Johnny and then Cleveland. like this morning on on the Fox pregame, everyone had like something poignant to say about like the bigger thing in the NFL. Uh, Howie Long was talking about the fact that it's like. 29 players or 32 players that are suspended right. today for various offenses. There's been a lot this year. Well, between between taking drugs, taking performance-enhancing drugs, beating, beating up your wife, DUIs, there's something like 32 players and an owner that's suspended. And then they go to Terry Bradshaw, and he's like, I don't know why Johnny Manziel has copyrighted 86 names for himself. Maybe, maybe just get off the bench first. It was just like, <laughs> of course, he's got to go after Johnny Manziel. That was awesome. Johnny Manziel won't play... Week five, they said. I don't. I don't think he'll play this year. I, he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know the playbook. Most of the, most people that would listen to this podcast are going. What are they talking about? Who are they talking about? That's a good thing nobody listens to this podcast. Then. <laughs> oh, look so, at the Gotham trailer. Just so everybody knows, we're, we have a football game on here where we're recording. So if one of us just kind of tunes out, which more than likely will be me, that's why. <laughs> well, we're see the Gotham, Gotham trailers version. on. So because we were going, one of the things I do want to talk about are the shows coming up this fall. And since we have the Gotham on, you mean every every show that comes up this fall. What do you think about Gotham? I think that Netflix already bought it. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> they did. Did they really? Yeah, Netflix has already bought Gotham before a show was even uh, before an episode even aired. Wow! They already bought the rights for this for the distribution. Streaming. Yeah. Which hopefully, I mean, the the good the, thing the with streaming like distribution is hopefully a show like that will be able to get on Netflix as soon as that episode ends. I right. think more and more studios are finding. The quicker you can get it out there, especially with TV, the better it is for you. Right. If you have someone that let's say let's say they miss an episode early and they're like the hell with it, I'm just not going to bother with the rest of the season because I'm not going to watch it out of order. That person will jump in in the summer if it's on Netflix and watch the whole season again and then watch season well, two. Right. We when we've kind of talked about this before with binge watching. That seems like a lot of people are doing that, and we saw with Breaking Bad and some of the other shows that people didn't jump on board until it was on Netflix, and then they could sit down and watch all of the episodes together. But even then, Breaking Bad's a great example because so many people watched the four seasons before the mm -hmm. last season. Five, there was five seasons, right? There the last was, season was five seasons? Five seasons total, yeah. Five seasons total, yeah. So I think a lot, I mean, that's what, that's what you did. You you watched, you only watched the last season, quote-unquote, live. Right, the last eight of And I think a lot those, of yeah. people did that same thing where they watched the majority of it that summer mm -hmm. or whatever and then jumped in for the final season. So I think there's more and more studios and more and more content providers that are seeing the faster we can get this stuff out there, 
it's better because it's in that consciousness. If you're sitting there at Gotham season three and all of a sudden you're like, hey, season one's finally available. Right. Streaming. You know, they used to do that with DVDs, but used to, I remember when, when Justified did that for season two. The, the season one DVD came out on Tuesday and season two started on Monday. Yes. Whereas if you're streaming, you can give it some more time. You can give it... Um, it usually is earlier than you know pressing the CDs and getting the casing and mm-hmm. getting all the other stuff for it. And also with streaming, you don't have all the extras that you would expect when you buy a DVD. Right. So you just take the episodes that you already have mm-hmm. and boom, put them out there. Well, with and they're ready to go. I know right now because you know Beth has just jumped on it for season five, and season five's up on Amazon to rent, but you can't. It's not up as part of their Prime package yet, which would be free. So and. I think they're waiting till it gets closer to DVD release and everything, and then once. The well, yeah, DVD... that, that's the only reason it's not free because there's no DVD out right. yet. I mean, you, you're you're shooting yourself in the foot. But, but it's I, still I think... there to if you want to watch it. The the, I think that's going to go away too because people who buy DVDs are usually ones now that don't have streaming services. I mean, I, I haven't bought a TV season of a DVD in forever, except I think Big Bang Theory because I have the first six sure. or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, I haven't bought a season of of any sort of TV because it's I, that's all, most of it is there on on Netflix. I right. just re, I just started rewatching uh, Arrested Development for some reason. Not the, exactly sure the, why. The I Netflix just, version or the actual original? The, I'm going to watch the whole thing. So ah. I started season one. I'm about three quarters of the way through season one because I don't binge watch as well as other people do. Um, but see, binge watching is what saved Breaking Bad. You know when it came on Netflix because they were going they thought about canceling that show, and then all of a sudden because of the Netflix viewers. It saved. I don't know how much they were gonna. uh, I I think that it got a little overblown. But for a show like Gotham or one of these newer shows, well, go back to Breaking Bad for a second in terms of canceling it. I don't think that was it. it Was too critically acclaimed to actually remove. That happens with a network where you're like, hey, everybody loves this show, but we canceled it. Speaking of Arrested Development, because no one watches it. But cable's different because communities the same thing. eh, Not a lot. Not as many people like Community as people thought. No, I mean, as I mean, far as like Arrested Development, it got canceled off of the network, but one of the streaming services has picked it up mm-hmm. to finish it out. It's on Yahoo now, right? Something I think like so, that. yeah. Yeah. Um, but for a show like Gotham or, you know, iZombie or one of these newer shows that's coming out, if you have it where you have it that's streaming where, you know, you don't get to watch it during the, the you know, the regular airing. Mm-hmm. But you also see a lot of, a lot of content providers that, have those streaming services that are attached to whatever. If if, if you have Fox Now, which is apparently attached to every single service except DirecTV, it's available something like within 48 hours after mm-hmm. the show premieres. I got it through the Roku box, and now I can't get. It. I don't know why. I watched the first one because I don't remember what. Well, I, and there's a lot, you know, watch. like even the on-demand stuff that you know you can still. But the stuff that Fox had in the summer, um, I can't remember the show that had Terry O'Quinn now, like gang-related or something like that. Yeah. It was it was on it was streaming on Fox Now forty eight hours after the premiere episode. Right. So if you're already on these services, what what these guys, what Fox is saying is we don't care anymore where you watch it. We just want just you to watch, watch it. it. Right. So we're gonna put we're gonna put it on TV, on you know the regular network because not as many people have streaming services as we're led to believe. Correct. Because we're in we're in a very entertainment centric market here in LA. That's what we're talking about, like middle America, you know, you yeah, can't you can't just drop, you know, network channels and things exactly. like that. That's you have to continue yeah, those on. You have to continue because there's so many people that don't have that type of service. But 
Like even that's so- the type of thing where we're going to show it, and then Fox is saying we're going to put it out in as many places as we can as quickly mm-hmm. as possible because who knows what's going to happen with this, and you just you know you well, just don't know. The more places you have something out there, the you know the easier it is to find it. So okay, Gotham. We've talked about this since they first announced it. They've changed. Since they first announced the show, that's completely different than the show we're getting. Yeah, I mean, they seem like they've changed their their idea three or four times. Now, just by the trailers, it looks like we've gone back to more. It's more about Gotham than just uh, Bruce Wayne as a youngin. Right, or just you know, um, it's going to be all Gordon. their stories kind of intertwined and yeah. and and what's going on. I think the I think you're going to have a big basis being. Gordon trying to find who shot the Waynes, right. like the detective part of it. Because even the early Batman stuff starts with when he comes back to Gotham or just before he leaves to go train to be Batman. So I think this show is going to take a somewhat novel approach of the day that Thomas and Martha Wayne are murdered, what happens right after? Right. You know, if Gordon if Gordon's already a detective, you'd have to skewer the original origin story because he was a beat sergeant at the sure. time or whatever. He was a he was a uniform cop. If they tell him, because even isn't it in the trailer where he says, "I'm going to find the guys who did this." Yeah, he, he yeah, sits so down. They have the whole initial meeting. I think that's them. what what Gotham is going to be. Is you're going to follow Bruce Wayne as he goes to high school. You're going to see these kind of early characters, but you're also file following Gordon and Bullock and the GCPD as they try to figure out who murdered. Thomas and Martha Wayne, and it may be connected to Bruce instead. Well, see, that's why I was wondering if it was going to be more of a of a Gordon Wayne father figure type thing. You know, if you're going, you're going I think to see you'll, that, you'll, you'll see it in as much as he has to interview Wayne. Yeah, he has to interview Bruce right. for it. But I, I really think it's going to be that they're going to put some sort of twist into it that the reason Thomas and Wayne were murdered was because of Bruce. Someone yeah. is trying to manipulate Bruce, kidnap, whatever it's going to be that... What did I say, Bruce? You said Bruce. Yeah, you That's said the twist. <laughs> Bruce Wayne gets murdered. Well, no, you're going to no, watch a said, child get shot no, on the opening. Thomas and Wayne. Thomas and That's Wayne. That's why I said like Bruce had two daddies. Damn right. <laughs> the twist is Bruce murders his parents. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's the that's the Earth 2 twist. Is it really? Yeah. What a the, twist. The... Um, Crime syndicate. That's what it is. Bruce actually murders his parents. Um, do you think they're going to make a mistake and just try to throw out all the origin stories too fast? Well, it's just going to be... It's not so much origin stories. You're going to tweak every character because almost all of those characters will either have a connection to Gordon and the GCPD or they'll have a connection to Bruce. Because the big, big thing right now is that it's been going around is that we're going to see... The Joker, basically, you know, before he's a Joker, it's going to be more like the Killing Joke type, where he's a failing comedian. And I just, do you think that the Joker's one they should actually touch in it or not? You're going to have to. You, you want that show to succeed, you have to take. You have to take. You the have Joker. to take Batman's greatest villain. I mean, whether he's going to be the focus of the show, I don't know. You may save him, like, hey, if we get a season two, that's what the season two arc will be. But I don't know. It just depends on how how much you can stretch that idea especially if you're if you're basing a lot of the show off of who killed Thomas and Martha Wayne then you know how much is that going to drag out in terms of a season or more than a season right that's what I was wondering I mean how can you continue this show on for you know season after season because they were talking originally they wanted to have 
you know, the last season, the last episode, the last scene be Bruce putting on the cowl. Well, that's what you do with Smallville. It's you're going to build your own stories. You're going to build your own mythology. But you're talking about you're starting with a 12 year old kid here. You know, at least you can jump. That's not a big deal. Um, Or you know, he's Batman is a 16 year old. Whatever. There's gymnasts that are 16, right? Um, He he went through all of his training like within two years. (laughs) Maybe his training's different. Like I mean, they're going to be able to. they're going to be able to take liberties with it. I mean, it's going to be a change. That's the thing is everyone's trying to pigeonhole this as this is what happened in the comics. This is what happened in the movie. So this is what they're going to do. They're not doing any of that. Right. I mean, none of it is there. Mm-hmm. You've already said they're taking all of the characters that we know that their origins are not connected to Bruce or not connected to the GCPD. All those characters are already shown. We're going to have the Riddler. We're going to have... Cobblepot. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have Poison Ivy. We're gonna have Selena. What do you think about Poison Ivy's? You know, they're changing her name. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't really get really messed up on that sort of thing because it's just the the, the essence. You of the just take it what there. it is. It's just it's it's they're gonna do something different. It's all it's obviously already different. Right. You know, it from the moment in which you see that Gordon is a detective instead of a beat sergeant, it's different than Frank Miller's origin Correct. for year one. It's different than what the movie was. It's different than what the new 52 is. I mean, it's a character that's existed for seven decades. Yes. There's going to be changes. Well, I mean, even... You know, I mean, if he picks up a gun and starts it. shooting people just like he did back in the 40s, that'd be awesome, too. <laughs> like, here's Bruce with an M16. It's, you know, a lot of people forget. 12-year-old <laughs> Bruce with an M16? <laughs> when Batman first... When Batman was first released, he used a gun. Yeah, but don't you think... all the time. Don't you think in this, you know, since you have a 12-year-old Bruce Wayne with a gun, don't you think parents would be freaking out? I think parents should as just, much just as, accept it and let it be what it is. As much as you know, the school violence and everything have been over the last... You'll get, yeah, you'll get those people. <laughs> no, seriously. Mothers like, against guns? He looks like Travis. Yeah. Except for the red hair, he looks like Travis. Um, Travis's hair is red, but not like that. Yeah, not. I mean, he's, his, his hair is like orange like his helmet. Yeah. We're talking about Andy Dalton, quarterback for the... Cincinnati Bengals, by the way. Um, there's going to be a lot of non-sequiturs like that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's Ethan's team, the Steelers. Yeah, and look, they made a touchdown. They're, they're destroying. They're playing Cleveland. Well, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, oh, he kicks him in the face! <laughs> in the face! Oh. That was amazing. That's what was it? That's how no, they're Ben Roethlisberger just looks like a gigantic piece of sausage. That looked like um, the movie uh, The Replacements. When he goes down the field and does a drop kick on a guy. <laughs> Quick, who's the quarterback for the Tennessee Titans? Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, Jake Locker. Johnny Football. Okay, so DC. Everybody, <laughs> everybody should, all the quarterbacks in the league should change their name to Johnny Football for one week just to piss him off. That would be great. All, when... the, all, all the uniforms say football. <laughs> Every quarterback. Okay, so DC is putting out a lot of TV this year. Uh, I wouldn't say a lot. I mean, they no, they're giving they, out t- they're giving out TVs to everybody. Now. <laughs> no, I mean, there's 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 two that are in production. They have Arrow. There's no, Arrow. there's three. There's three new programs that come out this fall, and then there's right. one in production. There's Arrow. So there's four. Flash. Just just in terms of new, you've got Flash, Gotham, and Constantine, and I Zombie is a mid season oh, right. replacement, yeah. right? So they have four series that are going to debut in the next eight months. Right. In addition to Arrow. Mm-hmm. In addition to. Flash. Flash. No, Arrow's the only one I was thinking of. I said Flash. Arrow's the only one on right now, so the rest of these are all coming on. Yeah. The executive producer from Flash and Arrow are now looking to make a Supergirl. 
uh, TV show. Yeah, well, I mean, do we need Supergirl as a TV show? Everybody needs Supergirl. <laughs> but are you, okay, are we getting into now DC's doing costume heroes where, you know, they were no, they'll, completely they'll do, against that, now, you know, with uh, Smallville? So, um, Smallville's a different thing. Smallville's 20 years old. True. I mean, the start of that is a different age. It makes me feel old. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> Shut up. Um, Smallville was at a point where they didn't have the technology to be able to pull off a lot of the superpowers that they'd be able to do now. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's much different. But even then, I think... Well, at the end, they got to it. I, with, I, with, I think you're going... You're not going to see a costumed hero and what you're... And what a lot of people think a costume hero thing is. You know, 90% of the show is going to be... The, the 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 hero or heroine in a costume beating up bad guys it's that's not what supergirl's going to be it's going to be her in high school it's going to be her in college it's going to be her in a business in her in her secret so basically identity smallville doing, but they're supergirl. all going to be smallville yeah. that's it's that's the only way to do it in a sustained uh live action environment because if you put somebody mm. in a costume for 90% of your show, it's going to look stupid, and it's not going to engage people. You You're going to have Wonder Woman under... and Captain America from the '70s and everything. Yeah, and about Lois and Clark. Even Lois and Clark, there's L- not as much with it. Lois and Clark. Go back, yeah. to, go back to the Hulk. Lou Ferrigno was in the Hulk for ten minutes an episode. Hmm. The, the thing was about whatever name they gave Bruce Banner. What did they give Bruce Bixby or something like that? It was no. They changed his name. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember what it was now. Um, was it David Banner? No. Was it David Banner? It might have been because it was what, Bruce Bixby who. No, it wasn't. A Bill Bixby was his, was the. Bill actor. Bixby was the actor. Okay, yeah, I think it was David Banner. Yeah, because it was like Bruce David Banner was his right. name or something like that. Anyway, um, I think it's it's going to be a lot of lighter moments and smaller moments and secret identity oes and I mean Smallville is basically ten seasons of how do we keep the town from finding out that you can punch the earth into the sun? Correct. That's all that episode is. And for three seasons, it was basically, oh, the bad guy saw me. Oh, I knocked him on the head. Now he has amnesia. You know how many characters had amnesia? It's yeah. it amazing. <laughs> so it's it's going to be a lot of that type of thing. So, I mean, it's they've been successful with Arrow. If they're successful with the three shows that you're getting this mm-hmm. fall, and the fourth show that you're going to get, why wouldn't... What Keep makes going. What, yeah, what makes Supergirl any different? True. Well, here's the thing. Also, the, the you thing. didn't think a Guardians of the Galaxy movie would succeed if you watched the first three or four films of Marvel. You look at that and go, "Oh, it's so different than anything they're going to do." Oh, I don't know. And then that movie turns out to be successful. The people that are there are more important than than the subject matter. They're going to tailor the subject matter to work. Yes. And so far, they've been successful. There's no reason to think that they're not going. to Which be. they did say they and don't want this to be on CW. So. Especially in terms of Arrow, I think they learned a lot. I'm, I'm interested to see Flash where it gets, uh, uh, if it hits the ground running. Uh, because we all had, we had our concerns with Arrow that first half the of the first season. The first half of the first season, yeah. It's not fantastic. It's very, it's not paced well to me, and it's just very gloomy, and there's not a lot of fun. There's nothing. I think they found a great balance about three quarters of the way through that season, and mm-hmm. season two is just it just it hits just over and over, just really well, good. So and season I, I, two had a lot more supervillains, things like that. We've from what we're seeing, there's going to be a lot more superheroes and supervillains added to this season. I'm what I'm concerned about is, and I, you know, the show's been doing very good. The show hasn't let me down yet. Is it going to be too much? 
Are we going to get too many too th- you know too much too soon? This is it, well, I see it as like um, with the way Marvel is with the movies. You know how they're keep putting out the movies. I think it's the same kind of formula, but DC has found their niche in the TV market rather than um, rather than the movies. But you have to remember, DC you know, with Marvel with, besides Loki, and we, Chris and I were just talking about this the other day. Besides Loki. None of the other villains really do much in the Marvel universe. There's something that even argue that Loki doesn't do much, but that's that's a different topic. The, right. the thing with this is, is it too much? Is it going to? We're doing what we've railed against for the year and a half we've been doing this podcast. Yes. we're already worried true. how this is going to let very us true. down. Very true. Very true. So instead of that, be excited by some of the choices that they've made, mm-hmm. and let's see what happens. I'm just and kidding. if anything. Anything that keeps Stephen Amell on TV and on Facebook is awesome. Because that guy is so cool. He's your man crush? Oh, my God. Is he ever. I hashtag everything that I do on, on his page is man crush. It's just he's one of the nicest dudes. So him and Robert seen. are your man crush. Have you seen how much money he's raised for yeah. people? No, like I this, know. The he's... stuff that he does. Um, the, he's the... one of those actors that's very grateful for what he's got. He's an he's actor that sure. loves being an actor. Yeah. And not in the, I love being an actor. He He's an actor who loves being a star, hmm. and not in an a hole sort of well, way. See, here's what he I likes see. his exposure. He likes his. He he seems to genuinely enjoy his fans. He does fan art Fridays. Right. He asks people to send him art on Friday on Facebook, and he reposts it. So no, but here's thousands what thousands of people can see what a local artist will do in the terms of of the realm of Arrow. But I mean, just that that charity thing that the the people that he's helped. He helped one family with. I mean, he he raised. He he just did a new one, and they raised twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars in eight hours. Yeah. No. But see, here, here's what I see with him is he's worked his way to get to a point where he can have his own show as an actor. You know, he struggled for that time period to be to get to that point. And now it's like, you know what? He's not one of those actors that's, I got my show. I'm good. So screw the hell, you know, fuck you all. No, he's one of those actors that's, you know what? I got here. I know how long and how hard it was. So I'm going to make sure that I continue to be that guy that was before and I'm helping out other people. Well, even yeah. like one of the the actors that did one of my shorts uh, a while back, well, even just posted to his page because I guess uh, Stephen put a, his name on a list for some event, and he's like, the only reason I got into that event is because I told him you knew me, <laughs> or you like you said you had my name on there, and so he's like, I'm really, you know, thanks for that, you know. Yeah, no, he is. He's one he, of those guys. He seems like a really good guy. Yeah. But you know, DC, you know, and. It has been a, a a thorn in DC's side is the more villains and you know heroes they add into a film or you know a project. But a film's different. That's true. Show, you you you're able to do a lot of different things in a show that you can't do in a film. You can and flush out things that you can't. You yes. can flush out a lot of those characters. I mean, you can. They brought Suicide Squad, and you knew half of them because Bronze Tiger had been in it twice before. Mm-hmm. Deadshot's a huge part of this series with his connection to to Diggle. Right. Um, Diggle's <laughs> girlfriend who. Um, uh, was a part of it as well, and in, in a, I mean, everybody that's there, you've gotten the chance to plant seeds so that when it comes together, it's not you're in a movie and going, okay, there's a 16 villains on a bad guy team. Right. I don't know who any of these guys are, and I don't care. I think the only person on the Suicide Squad that you didn't know was uh, Harley Quinn, and the way that they left it with you know where well, she wasn't even actually on the squad, was she? She was there. She was part of the squad, but she wasn't used for that mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did it in such a way where, if you knew who, you know, if you know the the Suicide Squad, you know, crew, 
then oh, you would know. Of, yeah, it's an Easter egg. There's a lot yeah. of stuff like that. I mean, Small, Smallville started that. Smallville had great stuff like that. When when he ran for class president and his, his slogan was the man of tomorrow. Right. Um, when Lex had uh, like a fever dream, like a hallucination, and he saw his future and he was president of the United States. Mm-hmm. And that, at that time in DC Comics, Lex Luthor was president of the United States. It was like great stuff like that. Well, they, they in Arrow, they use 52 in everything. Oh, well, that's... Precinct 52, car 52, uh, the station is 52. Anything they turn around, it's 52. Well, no, the car should have been 54. Here's car. another thing that I'm wondering. You know, like with... Uh... Isn't it car 52 where are you? No, it's car no, 54. It's car 54. Yeah. Car 54 where are you? Okay, sorry, Ethan. Well, like with a TV show like uh, Supergirl, let's say, with it coming up with production, being the first uh, female-driven out of the TV shows since you know Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. And- well, what about um, what about David E. Kelly's Wonder Woman? Oh, wait, that's right. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, so if it actually come, it gets to your TV screens. <laughs> well, Hollywood's on this kick. Has right anyone now. seen that pilot? No, the Adrian Pilecki pilot. Oh, I was wondering if anyone. I, I wanted to. See I've it. heard it's absolutely Is it terrible. Out there? I don't. That's. The I have heard, I've heard it's been leaked online a couple yeah. times. So I know that the the Aquaman got put up online for a long time. Matter of fact, you could actually you could actually purchase it on Xbox at one point. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just a guy who dunks his head into a fish tank and goes, <laughs> blah, 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 and the fish come towards him. <laughs> um, but Hollywood is—they're on this this kick now where we have to be more woman centric with our shows. But do you think and that's, movies that's gonna be like a lot of guys are I don't like, know if it's oh, a kick with woman centric. It's just there there's a lot of content to put out there and they're starting to understand that if you if you make something that appeals to those people will show up. This is what Marvel's Marvel has admitted we've made a concentrated push in the last six months to have titles that appeal to women. Right. Miss Marvel, Electra, She Hulk and all those titles are successful on in, in varying degrees. They're critically successful. They're they're monetarily successful. Mm-hmm. The creators that are doing it are enjoying doing it. So it's, you know, we, we had something for a long time where you were, it's not, it, 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 it gets a bad rap. It's like, oh, you're capitulating to this one market. But we've been capitulating to white kids forever. True. So... Why wouldn't you make a Black Panther movie? Why wouldn't you make another Blade? You know, why would you make another Blade? Duh. What do you think about Blade and uh, Punisher team up movie that they're talking about? I didn't even see that. Yeah, I saw that. That'd be an interesting idea. Mm. I don't know if I'd like that because I'd rather just have. Well, it's kind of impossible to really do a good Punisher movie because well, there's a lot of nuances to it. And really, when you look at the Punisher, it's the stupidest idea ever. And it just that if you don't do it the way that. Garthenus does it. It's really tough to pull off if you don't have that character already established. Like the new Punisher book is really good, but you have to know pretty much everything about the Punisher in order to to figure it out. So, okay, so before we get back to TV, real quick, since you brought, since you know we're talking about women right now, what women, what what superhero, female superheroes would you want to see Marvel do as movies? Do you think Black uh, Black Widow deserves to be one now? I think Black, Black Widow, Widow makes the easy, makes the best choice as it is right now. Because she's the most established female Well, because, character. yeah, she's already there. You have somebody bring in. But I'd love to see a Captain Marvel movie also. Yeah. A female Captain Marvel movie, not the not the alien. Well, James Gunn uh, has already said that there will be another female added to And he's Guardians. already said it's not Captain Marvel. Right. He's already admitted that it's not Sharon. It's probably Quasar. Um, not Sharon. Carol. Carol, yeah. No, I have a well, feeling... There was a female Quasar in Dan Abnett. Yes, yeah. there was. Interesting. Hmm. Um, Either that or uh, Moondragon or somebody else. Moondragon. Well, hopefully he has a female that actually does something. 
to Gamora who just stands there and goes, okay. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. You want to see her actually start kicking ass and taking names. I got my ass handed to me by a tree and the chick from Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> the little tiny chick from Doctor Who. So, any any DC, I mean, do you want to see Wonder Woman movie? I don't know. I mean, it depends on, on who does it. It's so many people are like, oh, you can't do a Wonder Woman movie. It's too tough. And but I think that's a cop out. You just that's not doing yeah, the right film. I think nothing is too tough unless you have it. You said the wrong right people. I've said that with, with yeah. Superman. Like, there's a lot of people that said, "Oh, you can't write a good Superman book." You know, you get all these writers. Oh, I can't write a good Superman book because Superman's just a boring character. Like, then why has there ever been a good Superman book? Why can Jeff Loeb write for all seasons? Why can Mark Miller write Red Sun? Why can Grant Morrison write All Star? And why could Greg Pak write action comics right now? And and really, in in my mind, giving you the best superhero Superman title that you've seen in years. Mm-hmm. It's just you have the wrong person for it. I always look back at when James Robinson was doing Justice League, and then in a panel at like WonderCon, he said, "Well, I never really like writing team books. Mm-hmm. I'm not any good at it." And I'm like, "Well, then you're picking the wrong person, right?" You know, if you're like, "Hey, I don't really like writing team books. All right, let's write Justice League, Justice League of America. You're going to write Justice League International, Suicide Squad, and the Batman team book." It's like, well, why would you pick that person? It's like picking somebody that can only draw robots to draw, you know, humans. Yeah. yeah. It, or somebody who can't draw robots and go here you're on transformers right. i mean that to me if you don't have a good superman book that's the failing of editorial because you, you can find somebody to write a good superman sure. story and be able to make him interesting and i always thought the key to superman is not superman himself but his his supporting cast mm-hmm. you make a supporting cast interesting it's the way superman and me clark and superman should always be perfect that's that's the story is that they're always perfect and everybody mm-hmm. around them has their failings or their trappings so do you think dc is doing the smart thing then and then doing a team movie which basically that's what dawn of justice is going to be and then branching off and doing individual movies because at least you're establishing most of these characters and you don't have to go back and well, do if, if a full I origin think it helps it helps honest. but there's there's also the idea no one really knows what this film's going to be. Right. It's going to be two and a half hours of just stuff blowing up. <laughs> it's going to be a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> it's a Zack Snyder movie. Um, In slow motion. <laughs> did, did you see Did you see Sucker Punch? Two I hours did. of whatever. Um, but nobody knows how much... From what we've kind of now led been led to believe is these other characters are barely in it. Yes. Cyborg and... And, Martian and Manhunter. Wonder Woman and Martian Manhunter, if he's even in it. I mean, a lot of this stuff is still... I mean, obviously, Wonder Woman and Cyborg are in it. But some of this other stuff, to me, still feels like rumor. And nobody knows what their roles are. Right. It may be the end. You may be getting a cliffhanger of a movie. And this movie's still a year and a half, two years out, almost. So, yeah. Yeah. 2015. 2016. Remember, they moved it back. And then they moved it, and then they moved it again. Because Captain America 3 is... That's the one where Cap dies in the first scene, right? <laughs> I love that Chris Evans came out and said, "Stop writing me off so early." Yeah, I told everyone they're not gonna. You know, it, it, if if anything, he'll it'll be and Avengers of being 3. right. The Rock is playing Black Adam. Yeah. Well, did, did you really think he was going to be Shazam? No, nope, that's the thing. Is everybody thought he was going to be Shazam? I was shocked. When I was reading that coverage that day, when every- he said with well, the interview that he gave, and he was like, "I'm magically based and." Whatever little clue, like fun. It's something clue. like if I say my name, then they, yeah. You know. If I it, it it if I say my if I say the name, I get the power, whatever it right. is, and I can go toe to toe with Superman. And everyone's like, it's Shazam, it's Shazam, it's Shazam, it's Shazam. And immediately, like I think I sent the text message to you right away. I'm like, why is everybody saying Shazam? Right. It's ob- he looks like Black Adam. 
because yeah. that was the big thing. Was like, I don't know why he'd play Shazam. He doesn't look like Shazam. And I was saying, it doesn't matter whether he looks like Shazam or not, because they can change that. If, sure. if Cal Droga is going to play Aquaman, you know, super white, super blonde, <laughs> and well, let's get the dark guy with flowing black hair, he can play that. But looking at him, looking at The Rock, you're like, that guy could, that's Black Adam. Well, I think it's because they didn't want to see The Rock as the bad guy. Who cares? Right. That's. I mean, I'm looking at it and going, he has to be Black Adam. And that's a brilliant choice for Black Adam. Yes. I would love to see a Superman versus Black Adam movie right now. Yes. Fucking Henry Cavill versus Cavill, whatever, versus The Rock. That'd be awesome. Did you see uh, um, there was originally, uh, what's his name from Game of Thrones? Uh, I just lost his name as we were talking. Cal Drogo. Yes. <laughs> he, I don't know the actor's name. I, I forget his name. Jason now. Momoa. Yes. Mom- whatever. He played Conan too, didn't he? He. Uh, yes, he did. Oh, that movie was terrible. He was supposed to. He was originally in line for Drax, and there is a concept drawing of him as Drax. Yeah, he makes sense as Drax because all you do is shave his head. Yeah. I mean, Drax is easy because to me, you just don't get me wrong. Batista did a great job as he Drax. Did an okay job. Um, I wasn't as impressed as other people were. Uh, for for seeing him, for seeing somebody that's not an actor. Look, he was he was a hell of a lot better than the guy who played Sabretooth in the first X Men movie. Yes, because <laughs> he actually could speak. It's a her, Well, no, if you actually watch wrestling and see his acting on wrestling, you say he did a way wait, better wait. job acting on wrestling. Wrestling's fake. <laughs> sorry, sorry to sorry to break it to you, Chris. What? Great. Now we're going to get Nacho Man calling us back up again. Oh, let's not go back to that. Um, unless he's making his Christmas CD. I really don't want to deal with Nacho Man right now. Um, crap, what the hell I going to talk about? Oh, and, and if we're going to talk about changing people for, for roles, since we brought up Sabretooth, um, Leif Schreiber as, as, as Sabretooth in yes. X-Men Awesome. Doesn't That's look anything like Sabretooth. Probably the but best part of the movie. Bought, probably. Easily <laughs> the best part of that movie. You bought him as Sabretooth because it's about projecting that aura. It's about projecting that character. And again, how he's written. Yes, when you look at Sabretooth as Leif Schreiber as Sabretooth, like, he doesn't look like any comic book that version of Sabretooth that we've had. Correct. But you, they established him in that movie, and they gave him, to me, the essence of Sabretooth. That really kind of under the surface of somebody who is not to be trifled with, but also... Is kind of playing around with everybody, it's right? Just like, can... I know, I know, I can cut you in half, but I'm gonna play with you first. Yeah, but also has a somewhat skewed sense of honor. But you can also thing. see him becoming Black Adam. A... Black Adam has that same. Black Adam's been a good guy. He's been on the JSA before, mm-hmm. so he's a very interesting character. And it's gonna be. I'm excited by. I I love that choice to be a bad guy. If that's the choice to be the bad guy, in the who JLA, would you put as Shazam? Then I don't even think you need a Shazam. I think Shazam. I think if you have Shazam. Then your so you do a Shazam movie without Shazam? I wouldn't do Shazam movie. I wouldn't. I would use Black Adam as the villain in the Justice League movie because they're saying that they want that he's not going to be in the Justice League movie. It's just going to be in the Shazam movie. That's because dumb. They've already to DC me that's dumb. It's, it's it's again. You're. I, I think they're making the wrong choices in that in that respect. Do you think Shazam's a character that they should immediately is one of the first you know five movies put out? No, I, I think Shazam is a terrible character to do as a movie because it's going to be very hard to do a movie. Wasn't there a TV series? I don't think so. There was there was something with Shazam. Shazam is tough because 
the way, there's a cartoon. It, the way that point. Shazam is written in the New Fifty Two, a cartoon. I think to me is horrendous. Yes. Oh yeah. The, totally. the original idea of Shazam slash Captain Marvel with Billy Batson and the kid. I love that idea. That would make for a terrible film unless yes. it's a kids' film. I mean, you have a kid who's eight, nine, ten years old who says Shazam, and he gets to be one of the most powerful superheroes on the planet. As a standalone, non-universe film, that would be hilariously fun and funny and crazy. Black Adam as a vi- is a terrible Shazam villain or Captain Marvel villain for that sort of idea because of the seriousness of that character and his backstory and the complicated the, the complications in that character are so different than anything that happened to Billy Batson. Right. He's he's totally different. That's why I think. Well, I don't think you could use that a Black power Adam set, with that. That power, you can use Black Adam without it. It's easy. It's just he gains the power. No, no, no. Of, I mean, with 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 a kid, you know, transforming into the shape. Exactly. If, if you can't have a kid facing facing Black Adam as he's presented in the comics, because it's really scary. And right. It's really crazy. If you present Black Adam as a character who has the power to take on Superman, has the power to take on Wonder Woman, has the power to take on Batman. That, to me, is much more interesting, which is why I think he would be a fantastic choice to be the JLA villain. Yes. No, That's no, no, a- I agree. I agree. Um, but do you think they're going to do the JLA versus, like, the Legion of Doom or something for their first movie? I think that's – I again, I think that's a mistake. I think you should have one central – if you're going to have so many heroes anyway, right? give me one villain. So you if, have- if you have one hero, you can have multiple villains. If you have multiple heroes – you should have because you know Luther's probably going, most likely going to be. Look at the Avengers. That's what I was thinking. Is it's going to look be... both Avengers movies? One villain, right? Mm-hmm. Not not, you know, even even the X Men. It's Magneto, his brotherhood or whatever. But they're just henchmen, right? If you're sitting there and saying we're going to have the Injustice Society, you're going to have Lex and Black Adam and Black Manta. How many black characters are there in the <laughs> Black Adam, Black Manta, uh, Black Deathstroke? Uh, 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 black cheetah, black. Uh, but I mean, if they put that together, they're all just going to be Lex's henchmen. Right. It doesn't make it as interesting as if it's Lex and Black Adam, like Lex is manipulating Black Adam, or he's the one that helps him find the power or whatever. Okay, sure. I'll take that. Well, what if it? Because this is what I was thinking: Justice League movie. You know, if they're going to do a trilogy like everything else, it would be you have. Lex is the main villain in the first one. He gets his ass handed to him, Here's, and then okay, he well, starts to build his own. Let's just, let's team. just stop right there. We won't see a Justice League movie until 2019. Correct. So let's not worry about trilogies <laughs> right now. Okay. We uh, we haven't even seen Star Wars yet. That's true. So let's not worry about trilogies. We know there's one film, and I think the proper choice for the villain would be Black Adam. And if it was The Rock, and if it is The Rock, that would be amazing. I would rather see him as the villain in a Justice League movie than see him as the villain in a Shazam movie that probably is not going to be very good. Yeah. So did you see that this uh, the Dawn of Justice movie is not the Man of Steel sequel, that that's coming in 2017 or 18 or something? That there will be It a... never was. Right. Well, originally, remember originally, it was the, everybody was putting it as... Everybody was putting... Its official production title was never Man of Steel 2. Correct. There was, everybody... Everybody in the media used that as a placeholder right. of Man of Steel 2, but I don't think DC production ever thought we're making Man of Steel 2, oh, wait, we should put Batman in it. I think they always had the idea of the next movie that Superman is in is the next movie that Batman is in. Right. And it was never supposed but to this be. Was just, this is supposed to be the prequel going, to the Justice yeah, League It movie. wasn't going to be Batman 1 
It wasn't going to be Superman 2. It was always going to be Batman and Batman versus Superman. Do you feel that this movie is being the setup for the entire DC universe? I think this is the most important movie in DC movie DC history, obviously. I mean, it's almost like Man of Steel is just like, okay, that was just a movie, you know, it's done Man with. Man of Steel this was This is where here here's our universe Here's what Man of Steel was. Man of Steel was, can we make a movie that people will like and be successful? Because they didn't get it with Green Lantern. Right. I think Man of Steel would have been a different film if Green Lantern was successful. Mm-hmm. But there was no way Green Lantern would be successful. So, Well, if, if Man of Steel would have been out first, I'd have a feeling if Man, if Green, Man of, Green Lantern would have never been the, the cartoon movie it was. If Man of Steel bombed, like, if let's forget about Green Lantern, but if Man of Steel had bombed... I think you would have seen DC shut down their movie production again. Well, that's what DC said was they had they they before they could do a Justice League before they could go on to any other character, they had to do a, a Superman movie correctly. They had to do they, they had to do a good movie correctly. Well, they they said it had to be a Superman movie. Right. Well, it didn't have to be because a Superman Batman because they they'd already established they could do a Batman movie. But that's the thing is they didn't do a Batman. Correct. Movie. This is a completely different. This is a completely different cabal of of head honchos than what did a Batman movie. Correct. Batman was basically Warner Brothers turned the keys over to Christopher Nolan and said, "Here, you do what you, you want. go for it." And you know, we're staying out of the way, basically. Obviously, it, it was it was successful in some degree. Some degree. It's I, I've been I've been inundated with Batman movie haters at work. Yeah. It's just unbelievable how many people just hate those films. Really? Keep, yeah, people that. I mean, not saying in a general public, but people that I've met, it's just like Christopher Nolan is a hack. Everything in there is stupid. They're written terribly. Christopher Nolan admitted he hates superheroes and he hates Batman. Wow. And he just did it because they paid him a whole bunch of money. Like all this stuff. I'm like, where does any of this come from? I can't find any of it online. <laughs> because exactly. really, those three movies have changed. Yes, Marvel's done their own changing of the way we do I think a superhero part of it, movies. I think a lot of it's come out from the, 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 the things that have come out online lately that, you know, uh, DC Warner Brothers has basically said we're not going to have any humor in any of our films and we're not going to joke yeah, around. Everything's going to be super dark and super great. And I think a lot of people blame Nolan for that. There's humor in all three of those films. There's oh, yeah. humor in the third film. Yeah. That film is really, really dark. The last half of it is incredibly dark, but there's still humor in that well, even film. The, even the Joker stuff, as intense as it was, there was still a lot of humor in there that. There was humor in, in, in that film anyway. There was humor in the first one, too. Yeah. yeah. The best line in the first one, does it come in black? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they had that line in the second one, remember? Or no, the, it was uh, the third one. Because yeah. when he has the uh, the bat plane or the, the bat thing. The bat. The bat, yeah. The bat. And he says, yes, it does come in black. Yeah. See? Yeah, no. Okay, so DC, DC looks to be doing everything the right way this time. Um, what about Marvel's TV? Where you know, there's a lot of rumors going around right now that Daredevil is going to be very dark, very gritty. It's going to be unlike anything you've ever seen in the Marvel universe, but it's still going to be a part of. Well, you've seen Daredevil dark and gritty in the Marvel universe. Trust me, Frank Miller and Brian no, Michael Bendis is dark and gritty. No, no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking about as a visually. I mean, as as a show, not as a comic book. You just said in the comic book. No. You said you won't see anything that you've seen in a comic book. Did I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I meant in in the Marvel uni- in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, because it's it's a it's a crime thriller. Right. None of these have been. I mean, you've had you've had your monster movie, you've had your action adventure movie, mm-hmm. you've had your fantasy ish movie in Thor. 
Right. You had your big super team up crazy invasion movie. You had your your spy movie. You had your big sci-fi yeah. you know, so, space I mean, thriller. Yeah, so they haven't done a crime. Th- this is the perfect place to do it. You know, it's this is. I thought they picked really good characters to do what they're going to do with Netflix. Of course, it's going to be dark. Well, you were one that was. I remember when you were talking about when we were first talking about it, and you were like, I don't want the Kingpin in in the first season. I didn't think. I I thought using the Kingpin in the first season, I I thought you should hold something back to me. Right. But obviously, they're going to use him anyway, so it doesn't matter. Do you think it's one of those things where we need to get this in there? At least, if even if we have the kingpin in for one or two episodes, we got to get him established in case we don't make it on. But that's that's the thing is, if you're afraid that you're not going to make, I guess it, I'd be arguing against myself if I said it. But you do what you do to be successful. Choose who you choose. You know, when Smallville first started, we're going to make Lex into his best friend. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, you can't do that. Well, no, we, we believe in this idea. We think this idea is going to be good. I mean, obviously, they I guess they think it's it, that the Kingpin's going to be a good idea. I just thought it could have been more compelling to have somebody different to start with. And then we see the Kingpin later. Right. Sometimes you got to save something. There's a reason why Nolan didn't use the Joker in the first movie. Right. You know, his choice is to use Scarecrow. What? <laughs> it's such an odd choice, Ooh. wasn't it? And he wasn't really wasn't in it that much. No, I mean it's not it's it's not Scarecrow. It's 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 quite legit. Yeah, <laughs> this lightsaber coming down. That would have been great. <laughs> Talk about ninjas. a crossover. <laughs> Yoda told me you have to kill all these ninjas. Um, what about okay? So DC on NBC, Constantine. Um, NBDC. And what? No, isn't there another one that's also on? There's Constantine and. I don't remember where iZombie's going. I think iZombie's on CW. iZombie's on CW, but I thought there was another one that was supposed to be... That's Constantine. Only on NBC. Sweet Constantine. What do you think about Constantine, though? From the first trailer, it looked decent. That's going to be a... To me, that's a tough... People walked out of Comic-Con very disappointed. That's a tough one to do as TV. Yes. Especially network TV. Sleepy Hollow worked, so... That's true. Supernatural work. But most of the stuff, like Dracula didn't work on NBC. Uh, it That's because it was season. terrible. That was good. I liked it. Mikey liked it. Yeah. Mikey likes weird stuff. <laughs> um, I, I think Constantine, I really think what they're looking at in terms of Constantine was Sleepy Hollow. Sure. As, as quickly as that became successful and the way that they were able to do that, the horror vibe to it, in addition to the humor, because Constantine's going to be a tough character if they decide to keep him anywhere close to the comics, because he's not a good guy. Right. I mean, they've kind of tweaked him in the New Fifty Two, but if you read the really good Constantine, Jamie Delano's and mm-hmm. Garthenis's and Warren Ellis's and Brian Azzarello's, he's a good guy in spirit, but he's someone who just likes screwing around with people. Right. You know, it's it's I can I can I can stop the bad guy very easily. Or I could do it a little bit harder, but man, is it going to be fun. Right. And it's going to be really, you know, he's going to get up his comeuppance in a way that really makes it. I'm going to do the second one. I'm going to do it. I mean, it's all manipulation and, and stuff like that. It's, it's very not, gray. It's not black and white at it's all. It's not black and white at all. And it's also, it's not the, it's not the straightforward, like, I, I can do magic. You know, it's not Doctor Strange. He's, sure. he's not someone who's like, you know, and then moves his hands and then like a door opens to another dimension. <laughs> 
It was. It's very, very good, Doctor Strange. <laughs> uh, it's very subtle. Yes. You know, most of the, there's the one of the the best storylines that I've ever read is is uh, Azarello's where they get stuck in a diner. They're snowed in in a diner, and two people in the diner are murderers. Mm-hmm. And it's you're trying to figure out who it is, and Constantine John is manipulating everybody into kind of revealing who they are. There's no magic in the entire story. There's no right. magic in the entire storyline. It's just John using his wits. And well, he's it's a, he's it's very backhanded with the with magic too, and very um, almost reluctant sometimes. Well, it's definitely because there's always implications with it. There's always consequences, right? So you the, the the magic type of stuff with it is that he gets called in because the bad guys are magic. This is kind of like the, the Sleepy Hollow thing. Yes, they the, the, all the bad guys are the magical super beings. It's the main character whose name I've forgotten all of a sudden. Ichabod. Yes, right? Crane. Yeah, Crane. Crane's brought in to deal with them because he dealt with them back in the Revolutionary War. Of Correct. Like, oh, this is kind of secret society or whatever. That's that's probably what they'll do with this. The bad guys are going to be the demons and the... Well, he's not really magical. I mean, no, Ichabod, he's not, Ichabod, but he's, Crane's not really magical. He's just kind but of... he knows how to use the talismans and stuff like right. that. Hellboy, Hellboy's sort of that thing. Hellboy's a creature that's super strong. But he doesn't have magical powers in manipulating magic in the terms of you think of like Doctor Strange or Doctor Fate. Right. He was created he was, by the magic. He knows in order how to, to use the talismans. He knows how to use the world around him to stop these creatures that have right. magical or demonic powers. That's what Constantine would be. Constantine would know what stops a demon but he, from but it, this dimension. This part of hell has this specific demon that does this thing, and the only thing that can stop him is this. And only I know how to get this. And only I know how to use this, right? But he does have some some limited magical powers. But it's it's stuff that he it's not internal. It's stuff that he Correct. has to manipulate. It's right? Not like he can't shoot laser beams out of his hands, or he can't do you know he, he doesn't even have the stuff on him that Doctor Strange has. He doesn't right. have the Iagamato. He doesn't have the cape that does stuff for him. He doesn't have the Book of Vishanti, and he just you know says words and moves his fingers and Book of and does stuff. Like the- 90s pop singer? Yes, Ashanti. the Ashanti. So, speaking of Doctor Strange, what do you think of uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Doctor Strange. I think he's strange. Well, do you like him as Doctor Strange? Has he actually been announced? I thought that that was that was. Well, out. here's the thing. At Comic-Con, he was supposed to be announced as Doctor Strange. I thought it was going to be Nicolas Cage. No. <laughs> and he was there. Oh, Doctor Strange! And he, he was there, but they couldn't finalize the contract. It's because they couldn't find him. And then, um, like couple weeks ago they they just announced that he's in final negotiations for it well and two of those negotiations are actually final all right but what would you think about him as strange he's a very busy busy bee (laughs) i don't know like i said i've I've never really doubted any of their choices so far so why would i except for uh uh, mickey rourke as whiplash that was a terrible character mickey rourke would have been fine that was just that character was not fantastic his voice was too Boyd, Boyd, <laughs> Boyd. Where's my Boyd? Boyd. Um, Boyd. Okay, so Boyd. Boyd. Now I'm obsessed with trying to get that, <laughs> way, that word right the way he said it. What do you think about Agents of Shield this season? <sighs> it's a good thing it's free because <laughs> <laughs> they've announced Absorbing Man, Mockingbird. Um, it looks like they are going more towards what you had suggested they needed to do all along and going towards... Making a good show. <laughs> well, going to the Secret Warriors type, you know, idea. I don't know if I suggested... I, what I thought would have been cool 
was to have them be uh, not even secret warriors. It would have been next wave. Yeah. The idea that it was that um, shield was, was infiltrated and that shield was actually the bad guy. Huh? Look what happened. Um, but that they were like, like they already knew the group that you were introduced to was already, you already knew that they already knew that that, that was it, but they were branded as outlaws, or right? Renegades or whatever. And then I also said that, uh, the, do you think that they need any super powered, uh, members of the team no, it needs to be a punisher um that was my other idea is that the, the lead, instead of agent colson it was going to be a uh, commander castle so that would have been such a good job <laughs> what do you think about marvel's idea of doing a uh, thunderbolts movie i don't understand that at all because thunderbolts was so based in what was going on at the time right and then the the way that it shifted what it morphed into was again based on what the universe was at the time. I mm-hmm. mean, it was. It started with bad guys pretending to be heroes because there were no heroes, and then they were going to rise up, and then and most of the guys on the team were like, you know, I kind of like being a hero. This is kind of interesting. And then they revealed, sure. And then it became a government program to put. It was basically a Suicide Squad type deal, and that and now it's like you know the team of misfits and crazy you know on the edge heroes and stuff like that. I don't know what they would do as a movie, and I I don't know what they would do as a movie. Well, first of all, they like, haven't established any villains yet. Or the fact that the characters that... I, I don't know if you can, excuse me, do that set in the Marvel Universe without anybody you know. Right. Guardians, to me, works because it takes place in a completely different section a, a section of the universe, literally. Um, to do... Um, he's got picked off in the end zone. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> to do a Thunderbolts movie that takes place on Earth. Yes. And you're like... Okay, where you know who are they going to use? If they do Thunderbolts of hey, it's going to be Black Widow and Bucky and Fandral or something, where they <laughs> just pick like who who was the secondary character in every movie, you know, um, whoever Ross's assistant was and Hulk or something like that, Rhodey. That to me would be. More, it sounds more like Secret Avengers. Than- it's, it's no, it's Avengers West. Yes, you know it's West Coast Avengers, but they change it instead of saying you're not really going to see. You move Avengers Hawkeye movie, to that team. Hawkeye would be Hawkeye's been on the Thunderbolts. Hawkeye yeah. ran the Thunderbolts after number fifty. So I think there's some precedent to that idea of hey, we're you're never going to have an Iron Man film where Rhodey's the the main character. You're never going to have a Cap film where Bucky's the main character if that's what they've decided right. to go with. And then it's a way to take these characters that people seem to enjoy. Put Falcon on it. Falcon can be on it. So you're basically making an Avengers. You're making Defenders or mm-hmm. Avengers or whatever. But Thunderbolt sounds cooler. Right. Hmm. All right, Ethan. So um, there was some big news on the Walking Dead front. Was there? I haven't noticed. There's zombies. <laughs> Damn it. What? Aren't you excited about the companion show being greenlit? <laughs> no, it's a it's good idea. What what the plan is behind it is like taking either different part of the. I mean, I don't know if that's the plan, but I thought the good thing would be is if they take it like uh, to like the west coast of the United States west and have coast? like following the stories of what's happening on that side. Or it's, <laughs> it's just interesting to see surfer zombies. <laughs> surfer zombies. <laughs> no, that would be horrible. <laughs> Come on, you, if you're going to take it to the West Coast, you have to have a surfer zombie. Because you're telling me that no surfer turned into a zombie? 
Yeah, he's just walking around like, dragging his surfboard with the <laughs> with the safety wire or the safety cord that's on the surfboard. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool, actually. <laughs> There's a nice figure too, right? Yeah. No, I think it would it would be interesting to see like what in the work uh, the Walking Dead world, like how the other part of the world is during this whole uh, apocalypse. Because I mean, the show is just based what's happening in Atlanta. Correct. And, you know in that section of the United States. I would think would you take any of the main characters or take any of the characters that have been established? No. no. I don't think, I think they need to do what the Walking Dead did originally and just get basically good no-name actors to, you know, basically drive this show. Because I think if you... So how, you would you, it, how would you make it a companion show if you're, if, I mean, well, you're if you just establishing it, over, it? If you cross it over, I don't think it... it it just kind of makes it the what I call like the CSI effect. You're just putting a show out there to pander because you've got a successful show. <laughs> so we're gonna have Walking Dead Atlanta, Walking Dead LA, yeah, no, Walking the, Dead. That's, that's exactly yeah, we what I don't think is is good at all. But I think if you take you know take it and make it its own separate thing, and the, basically the only thing that's the same is the situation they're in and the name of the show. I think that would be... I really want CSI Zombie Squad now. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> once, I... uh, once once Cyber whatever fails with Captain Archer, <laughs> I'm sure that'll be... Uh, I really want... CSI Hacktivist or whatever it is. <laughs> um, no, I think it'll just be uh, set in that same world. I think they should keep the show a complete secret, except oh, it takes place in L.A., and it goes to L.A., and it's just normal. <laughs> there's Everything's no normal, and they're just like, what? oh, there's a zombie thing in the east? No, I'll never get here. <laughs> Is it almost winter? Yeah, okay, that'll stop it. They're yeah, going to make Except not in Los Angeles. How many, how many, that's what I mean. Like, how many zombies are going to get past the Nebraska when it's minus 10? <laughs> they just freeze until, you know, they get the They all got to go through the southwest, thaw. and then they got to end up at... Uh, in Texas, and we know there's enough guns in Texas. <laughs> that's the that's the end of the episode. It's just a miniseries. Uh, I want to see uh, Walking Dead Border Patrol. <laughs> Walking Dead Border Patrol. Nice. Um. Okay, before we wrap up, real quick, uh, summer movies. Anybody surprised by the uh, nope. lack of numbers this year? Lack of numbers. Well, we haven't had uh, like a billion dollars. Well, if you take out Guardians, because before Guardians came out, they were talking about how this was going to be the worst summer in years because Cap doesn't count. Last year was Avengers. The year before was Iron Man three, and there's been like that secondary film in each. What was it? Avengers was the same year as Dark Knight, right? Or Dark Knight Rises? That was the same year, wasn't it? Same summer? I think, no. I think it was the year after. Was it the year after? Okay, so you had Iron Man 3 and Dark Knight Rise or whatever. So there was a big film in all these big summers, and there wasn't anything here because although as much money as Transformers made around the world, it didn't make the type of money that they thought it would here. And there really wasn't that big film. And then Guardians came around and like, oh, okay, now it's a, so now it's a summer. But even Guardians, I mean, it's only domestically done like 200. I think we... It's like 300 million, I think. Yeah, it's 280s, is the last thing I think we saw. And then maybe it's getting closer to 300. That, you know, we're now living in an age where 300 million domestically doesn't seem like much. Well, it's because well, you don't you don't have that one film that everyone and their brother was looking forward to. Correct. Even Transformers that doesn't have the same, you know, uh, 
sex appeal, the same cage, the same whatever. Not to mention that. The je ne sais quoi that yeah. people were looking forward but to. But do you think that's because it's now got the Michael Bay curse? No, it's just when you find out two and three aren't really that good. Yes. But so look at look at Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles didn't do... I mean, it was number Ninja one. Ninja Turtles isn't good. It just... Look, all these films were basically... When when you sit there, what what film? If you're sitting there in February, what film were you looking forward to in in the summer? Cap, Guardians, and take out Cap. Cap's not a summer okay. film. Um, I was looking for the point, the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which we didn't even see. Which so we obviously didn't see. Yeah. We weren't really looking forward to it. You and were looking forward to Guardians. Guardians was you the only thing you didn't yeah. really look forward. You didn't care about Turtles. No, nope. you didn't really look forward to Transformers. You didn't even see Transformers. Transformers is the first Transformers I haven't seen yet. You didn't. <laughs> that's not Transformers. <laughs> um. Uh, Amazing, no Spider- for- Amazing Spider-Man 2 had absolutely no buzz going into it, and then we saw why. Well, Godzilla, you know, but Godzilla. But even, even then, when do they like the most anticipated film of the summer? No, it wasn't. No, the no. most anticipated film of the summer is next year. Yes, and next winter. Do you think this is the calm before the storm? I think this is the same thing. And I, I said, what was it? Two podcasts ago. Yeah. Every single head honcho of these studios is now freaked out of their mind because of next year. Because, well, people have already talked about summer 2015 being a game changer. Right. The entire year of 2015 may be a game changer, but especially summer. Because mm-hmm. there's big franchises that are dropping stuff in the middle of summer. And some of these franchises haven't been around for a while. Correct. But you're, talking, you're not just talking about 2015 anymore. You're talking about now we're talking 16, 17, 18, 19. But the, 15 is the big... 15 is going it's, it's to show It's a starting you, point. If you're looking at this, at this year and you're saying people won't show up just to show up. We can't just put it out there and people are going to show up for two, three weeks. I I, I think the thing with Gar- Guardians had a lot of repeat viewers. Mm-hmm. Who knows how many how many actual initial people saw, you know, how many individual people saw Guardians. Well, I think all the numbers were just from Rich, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Rich bought, bought every ticket. And every <laughs> I time. saw six But times. something like Turtles. Turtles. Turtles didn't have a lot of repeat viewership. Amazing Spider-Man didn't have repeat viewership. Um, <coughs> but is that because... there wasn't? I don't think there was a film this summer that I saw more than once. <laughs> Right. I can remember. I didn't even see Guardians more than one. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Yeah, well, it's not as good as people say. <laughs> I saw um, it enough for the whole group. Yeah. You saw enough for the whole country. Um, But see, that was the difference between Guardians and, say, Transformers or Amazing Spider-Man or something. It was one of those films where it was good enough and fun enough and enjoyable enough to go back and see it more than once. Yeah, there just wasn't a lot of stuff that was worth seeing more than once. So I think that's what you saw some of those those numbers. There's just not a lot of films that seem to have any sort of You always have like a, a film that seems to vault itself over. And some of it is expect Avengers. We right. all knew Avengers was going to be huge. It was as huge as people said and then some. Right. Guardians was bigger than people said, but it still isn't a film. It's it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a billion dollar film domestically, no, and it's not. But it's still. It's the, you, it's the highest grossing film of the year. Yes, until uh, Hunger Games comes out, it's gonna be the highest grossing film of the year. It'll do be you find two. that amazing? Uh, that well, you're talking uh, because of the longevity, highest grossing gross, film of 2014 domestically with only doing 300 million. Well, look, what else would there be? Cap was the only thing that had a chance. There's no, there's no other big superhero movie. There's no other big film. There's no big act. The, the the days of like big action adventure films aren't there. Correct. The days of these kind of big films that used to be huge films a couple years ago 
five, six years ago, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, just don't exist anymore. Well, if you look at if you look at the top grossing movies of 2014, it goes Guardians, then Cap, I think, then Transformers, and then Maleficent. Maleficent three. Domestically, Maleficent was three. Remember, I said that was that for list. the summer. For the that was oh, just for the right, summer. Right, right, right. But if you're talking about 2014, Maleficent's the one. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, I'm shocked by how much money that movie made. Once again, Disney has three of the top well, five Well, Disney movies. owns like 16 companies, so what is it? True. <laughs> Basically, anything anything connected to anything connected to anything that isn't DC superheroes is owned by Disney now. Just about. I mean, they were still like, wait, uh, wait till how to train your Avengers dragon. Avengers and Star Wars? Oh, yeah. Like, Roy Disney is going to come back from the dead and go, oh, yeah, I want, I want the... The Scrooge McDuck vault is being built at the Disney compound right now because they don't know what else to do. So, like, we're just going to take all of our money, make it into gold coins, and then we're going to dump, we're going to dive into it and swim around. Those two movies alone, Avengers two and Star Wars. Think of that, Avengers two, Avengers two and Star Wars seven are going to come out in the same film, same year, same film, the same film too. There's that'll so many that'll be have... the implosion when they when they say the Star Wars universe is in canon with Marvel. Everyone's just gonna check out right <laughs> they there. Cross it over. But think, I mean, Howard those films, those films are going lightsaber. to do. Those films are going to do a billion dollars each. Easy, easy. So prices are going to go up in the summer. Yes. Prices are going to go up in the winter. That's yes. going to be interesting to see because you always have prices go up before one of these films like this. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what it's going to be amazing to see what a ticket. On Friday night to not you know Superplex Arama, but your local theater in you know Podunk Iowa or whatever. Right. That ticket may finally be like eleven dollars. I mean, I remember a decade or a decade and a half ago when the average price of a a regular movie ticket in Manhattan went over ten dollars and people went crazy. Average price of a ticket in Manhattan now is something like fourteen bucks. The average price just to go to your local quote unquote Cineplex in the city of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Right in the borough of Manhattan, in the city of New York, is like thirteen dollars or fourteen dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the prices around here—I mean, I've, I hadn't gone to movies at night in so long. Like, I was like, I'm just buying a regular ticket for a regular film, and it's twelve fifty. Well, the IMAX is insane. I, IMAX is stupid. The only thing—the only thing is, listen, if you if you go through the parking at CityWalk, they will give you that mount off of your tickets for the IMAX. Yeah, but so, you still got to pay it. Right. Might as well park, at least you, park down at the Metro and take the shuttle, and it's free. Well, see, it still ended up being free if you're going to the movie anyways. No, it's not, because you're still paying it. You're either paying, but see, if you just park down at the Metro, Look, you're paying for the, the movie. The fact that when Ryan told us, hey, come see Guardians <laughs> with me, and I asked him, what's the price? And he said, I don't know, something like $30 a ticket? Yeah, it was... I think I, we paid... We, we paid. I have to buy a ticket for California next week, and I'm not looking forward to it. We paid fifty eight for uh, three tickets. That's stupid. Yeah, that's dumb. You didn't. You haven't spent that in comic books for the entire month. Yeah, I have because oh, I, yeah. I got two trades this month. I I would be shocked if you spent fifty eight dollars total. You get like two comics now. Ah, it's not true. Yes, it is. That's not. true. I do your polls. I know how many comics you get. So, anyways, um, do you think anyway. Guardians is or should be? Considered one of the most successful um, Marvel films, not necessarily because of what it's brought in. Or well, it's probably uh, higher than. I mean, it's been in the theater. It's been number it's one probably, in the theater longer than most than, of them. Than anything but Avengers and Iron Man three, isn't it? Probably, yeah. Because 
Thor made a little bit more. No, Thor 2 made more than Thor, didn't it? I think so. Not by much. Cap I think 2, it did like 314. Cap 2 did about the same that Cap did. Look, There's got to be a list on there. I, I bet you I bet you it's in third or fourth place already. But Okay, but as far as what it's done. As far as the fact that like it, it had that. Uh, it, it had that thing of being a film that no one knew about, being a film that people were like, huh? And then being, oh my God, I can't wait to see this film. This film's going to be amazing. And then everybody talked about it for two weeks. And now they've had the backlash of, you know what? We're kind of tired of hearing about Guardians. Why don't you shut up? Yeah. it's. I mean, it's it's been <laughs> really successful. It's gone through all of the motions. <laughs> well, and as far as what it's done for Marvel... You know, Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what it's what they can do. Um, what I mean, okay, so here's what it is: they have Guardian or uh, Avengers at sixty-three, or I'm sorry, six hundred and <laughs> sixty-three million dollars. Made more than that in its first week. Six hundred and twenty-three million. Iron Man three four hundred and nine million. Oh my God, what were people thinking? Then it goes Spider Man four hundred three, yeah, Spider Man two three hundred seventy three, Spider Man three three hundred thirty six, Iron Man three hundred eighteen, Iron Man two at three hundred twelve, Guardians at two hundred ninety four, then the Amazing Spider Man at two hundred and sixty two, Cap Winter Soldier at two fifty nine. Well, take take the take the Spideys out of there. And what what do we just say? It's it's number four. It's Avengers, Iron Man three, Iron, Iron Man, Man, Iron Man two. Earth. Yeah, so all the Iron Mans are up above it. Iron Man two is up above it too. Wow. Yeah, Iron Man two is three hundred twelve. How did you, Ethan? How did you get your people to go see that movie so much? I don't know. It must be. It must have been the dialogue. Cap two is ten with two hundred fifty nine. Well, I say ten, but that's including you know Amazing Spider. Yeah, I was talking Iron about Man. Marvel Marvel Studios, not. So you have Avengers, all three Iron Man movies, then Guardians, then Cap 2. Okay, so it's five. Then Thor 2. Then uh, Cap 1. And then Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk made more, movie than, more, more money than Thor? Is that uh, why I like Thor so no, much? No, no. I'm want sorry. To be I'm sorry. Thor is actually above Captain America 1. That's what I was going to say. Thor did $181 million. Cap did 176 Incredible Hawk uh, did 134, which is uh, the first Fantastic Four did 154 million, which is uh, X Men One did 157. Yeah, X Men One did 157 15 years ago. Uh, X Men First Class did 146. I I'd, I'd guarantee you that just for inflation, X Men One is more close to 200, like 210. The one movie, the last movie in here, the lowest grossing movie. Was the Punisher War Zone did eight million? <laughs> they even have they even have Man Thing listed on here, but they don't have any numbers for it. Man Thing. Howard the Duck was um, next to last with sixteen million. Howard the Duck made more money than Punisher War Zone. But he, think about it: <laughs> if you adjust those prices for that, <laughs> the first Punisher movie did thirty three million. Uh, first Punisher. I love Thomas Jane, but the first Punisher movie was terrible. Blade Trinity did fifty-two. Blade did seventy. Um, Electra did twenty-four million. And that's twenty-four million too much. Yeah, Daredevil did a hundred and two million. That's a hundred and two million too much. What are you talking about? Ghost. Let's see. Ghost Rider did a hundred and one hundred fifteen. Ghost Rider did one hundred and fifteen. 
Rise uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer did 131. Oh. Yeah, some of these numbers are just really wow. What did uh, What did Ghost Rider two make? Uh, Ghost Rider two Spirit of Vengeance did 151. Ghost Rider two made 151 million dollars. And its signature point was that he pees fire. Well, here, look at this. The Wolverine did 132 million. Yeah, people got duped into that one too. Well, that no, that that's not even Origins. That's the last Wolverine movie. Oh, that movie's good. Yeah, that movie was really good. I mean, I shouldn't say really good. It was good, but it did less than any other. Yeah, because uh, people, the first one was so terrible. Yeah, it did less than any other X Men movie. Yeah, I so, think people were were kind of done with the. So yeah, I mean, Guardians to me, yes, it, I you know, I'm biased because I loved it. And I thought it was you know amazing movie, but it does so much more for the Marvel Cinematic Universe than some of the other movies because now it opens well, up said it, the whole cosmic universe. We said it the the whole time. I said this is the most important Marvel film since Iron Man. Yeah, all the other ones are just like, we know these are going to be successful because of the who but the yeah, character Avengers is. Mm-hmm. Avengers wasn't. A big risk, you know. It's like, oh, Avengers is important. I'm like, people were going to go see that film no matter what. Right. Still love the fact that I said that all the commercials I saw were for Avengers when it first was getting the marketing done was it was just like five seconds, just the Hulk roaring, and then the Avengers logo come up, and I was like, that's all they need because <laughs> people are going to go see it anyway. Well, it, it's just like what we say with Star Wars. All you need to do is show the logo and the date it's coming out, and that's like, it. Misa Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I was listening to Misa, some of the older ones. We talk about that like three or four times. Because it's awesome. I know. So. so speaking of Godzilla, it's coming brilliant. out on digital HD or Blu-ray. Or Blu-ray. What do you guys think about releasing the digital copies, you know, like almost a month ahead of time? <laughs> I think it's just a combat piracy. And the, the they're not only releasing that, but you also get all of the, you know, extras and everything with it. I think in this day and age, though, everybody's has their own like different devices that they watch content on it's just a new way for them to get the money faster who's excited for godzilla 2 that's like five years away (laughs) no right that was an odd (laughs) announcement we're making godzilla 2 in 2018 okay so is there any show that you're looking forward to that's coming out this summer or this fall any new you know any new show i think there's a there's a new real housewives it's like Real Housewives of like Kansas City or something. That's I want to see Real Housewives of Marvel. <laughs> they do that. Do do a, just like they have a, the Disney Princess one on SNL. Uh, I know, but do I wish they would do it and just do it as like a regular season, just mocking the other shows. Mm-hmm. Well, that's out there. I mean, the but when you like to see the one, one of the that, networks do it, there was one that the uh, Cartoon ne- not Cartoon Network, uh, Comedy Central did one of those. Drawn together. No, no, it was like a fake bachelor or something like it was it was done like that oh yeah like you, you, know, you do it version. as you know not like like drawn together and then you do it as a real reality show but just it's a disney princesses or you know or the the girls of marvel <laughs> let's pitch that to abc <laughs> it's gotta be better than agents of shield are you looking forward to hopefully liking season two i mean because you're obviously going to watch it i know you you're... i'll watch it because it's free um you I'm also not... watch it because it's marvel I just I I'm not excited for that. I'm I'm interested to see what Gotham was because I've always been a big Batman fan. So what about Flash? Flash, I haven't been a huge Flash fan. I mean, I'll watch it, but it's just now. Are they packaging those two together? 
I, I mean, I, I think so. I think it's both think Wednesday it's, nights. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's going to do the same what they try to do with Big Bang Theory. Is they're going to put Arrow first, and then have you stay for Flash or vice versa? I think you do it. You do it as Flash, then you stay for Arrow because well, they'll do it the other way around. It's always deleted. You have people come for Arrow anyway, and then they'll have Flash right after. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to watch Constantine or I Zombie? We know Ethan will watch iZombie just because it's zombie. No? I have no interest in it. But it's a zombie named I. <laughs> um, oh, now that you say it, maybe it's I'm just gonna... just the I part of the See, it's it's an iPhone, and it's just somebody walking around holding their iPhone because they're a zombie to their iPhone. That's dumb. that's why it's called I Zombie. That's mine dumb. was better than the fact that the only zombie part was the I. <laughs> the I was dead, and it wanted brains. We need zombies that want brains again. I kind of miss that. Well, if you know, we need. What Walking this, Dead doesn't say zombie. I don't know what this zombie. Utopia show is, but the girl in it has really big boobs. Yeah, and she likes to flaunt them. Oh, it's it's a reality show where they're building a uh, society, <laughs> and then they kick them off. If it it's it's the Survivor, but they're building a uh, like isn't, a town. Isn't isn't that all? Isn't that Real Housewives? Too? <laughs> 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 Try to build a society. Yep. In the society pages. Did you see the um the show the new show that's supposed to air after Agents of Shield? The um How we explain why Agents of Shield should be better? <laughs> no, it's it's got it's, it's got an hour long episode. <laughs> it's got Mr. Fantastic from the original you know, from the uh Fantastic Four movies. Oh uh Forever. Forever. And he's a doctor that's been that doesn't age. That can't die. Yeah. And he's been living you know, throughout. I'm pretty sure Ian Gruffold looks exactly the same as he does uh, the yeah. last couple of years too. So, but he's supposed to be 35 in this. So. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he's like, not. That, he's not that old a guy. I mean, no, but he's older than 35. Uh, maybe yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, I think he's he's up there. Do, 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 but, uh, do, do, do. No, Stall for time. That one, quick. That one does sound <laughs> interesting. Maybe. I think. It, I think. It's wow. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy won this weekend's box office with $10.2 million. That's well, there's sad. nothing coming out. What the right hell now? is the identical? I don't know. I saw that Brittany, Mur- Brittany Murphy has a new movie coming out. The only new Beyond entry the was... Grave. Well, it's, a, it's a horror oh, film. Oh, freestyle. Jeez. But I was like, wait, that's Brittany Murphy. And then I looked it up and it said, like, this movie's taken five years to make since she passed away. Yeah. She, like, wouldn't, she couldn't show up for reshoots, so they didn't know what to do. <laughs> wow. And on that note, I think it's time to wrap things. Wait, no, it's not. Because oh, it's we, not, don't know Ian, we don't know Ian Gruffle Page. <laughs> uh, oh, no, that's the that's the Fantastic Four film that they finished in two weeks. Yeah, the, did you see oh, the Doctor Doom? I want to. I, I, I need to know the story. There's no way they shot a film in three weeks. Uh, I was just like, what? Well, that's got to be all of the principal photography. Now everything's going to be on. Like, the, like, oh, they wow. must have shot just like the it's, great. It's going to be like uh, Spider-Man yeah. where like you're just going to have maybe... 10 or 15 minutes of actual footage and the rest He's of the thing 40? Is Told you. What the hell? But there's got to be, like they shot plates and things like that. You he know, in some... Huh? He was in Titanic? Mm. I didn't realize it's that. It's all going to be CG. So everything, yeah, everything's going to be in front of a green screen. He was in Necessary Roughness. He was <laughs> in that show Ringer, too. Well, that show did well. That show didn't do... Oh, well, wow. welcome back, Buffy. <laughs> Where was he in Horrible Bosses? I do like they make horrible bosses too, and now they're the horrible bosses. Yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> so, anything else you guys got for this week? Nope. Now we know that Ian Gruffle died. We don't have to worry about it. <laughs> it's about a month till Walking Dead comes back on TV. So I'm excited. Rebels uh, has been doing their uh, 
uh, little vignettes of each character. And there, apparently, there's a, a Star Wars Rebels movie that's going to be on Disney XD on October 3rd as a lead-in. There's a new Lego one too. The Lego one's today. Matter of fact, it's probably taping right now. The, wow, is that? Him? Yeah, because uh, Ultimate the... Spider-Man and Avengers started back up today. <laughs> I got the uh, postcard for it when I went to the Lego store, but I forgot to look at the date. Yeah, no, it was today because it's set to t- record. No, I so if you guys got any concerns, questions, comments, please leave it to us at podcast at nerdables.com. I don't think anybody gets to this part of the show. I don't think so either. Yeah. They go. Uh, I would like one person to leave us a comment on iTunes, at least saying that they made it to this part of the show. I don't care where they leave it. Facebook, iTunes, anywhere. Just let us know that they made it to this part of the show. We'll give them a gift. I'll send Let's them. Not make promises. I'll send them one of my prints. You get a uh, like one of my Doctor Who prints or something. You get an autograph to eight by ten of R.A. Reid. <laughs> wow. Great. Now no one's going to do it. No, I should do um, our idea from last year where Rich goes to your house and builds you a TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> so as always, remember check us out on Stitcher. Holy crap, we made it through the entire episode and it didn't stop recording. Yep. Wow. Told you, getting a new that hard just, drive has just, made a just, difference. <laughs> that just means Rich is going to erase it. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you check us out on Stitcher Radio, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and I think that's it now because I, I think I'm dropping the blip.tv because, yeah. It, We've been on blip.tv? We have, but I just haven't put anything up on there in a while. I think you can, I think you can even go to um, IMDb and pick it up a little bit. I don't know. It links it or something. So, yeah, please make sure you leave us your comments and concerns. And, yeah, we will. Tell us who you think is going to do well in football this year. Yeah. The I first five people that leave us thing. a comment, I will send them a print. of a, um, It'll be all the stuff that other people have gotten for him. <laughs> all the, no. I all like the, those. All the crap he doesn't want to sit in his house. Shut up. <laughs> so, <laughs> check us out like, at Facebook.com. I'm going to th- throwing away the stuff I don't want anymore. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you guys. not true. I got some cool prints that I haven't been able to put up. It's you're just going to get rid of them. You're like, eh, I don't want <laughs> Whatever. I've, I put the one from uh, Livio that he was going to make us on hold until I could actually find some, that we were getting some, uh, you know, comments or something. But he's going to, Olivia is going to commission one for us that I've got to. I, I wanted to prove that it was warranted to spend the money to do it. And so far I haven't seen that it is. You're getting destroyed. I know. I know. I'm my fantasy. Yeah. This All right. So make sure you check us out. At, chick beating you. Yes, I know. Make sure you check us out at facebook.com backslash nerdables, Twitter at nerdables show, and please visit our website at nerdables.com. You sound so excited right now. Do I? Yeah. I am. I'm very excited right now. So let me get my rock star energy back up. And <sighs> Why? Jeez. This is nothing for So for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying so anyways. No, you said that already. Do it again. So, anyways. No, you said that already. So, anyways. You need another one. So, anyways. Mm. That's going to be my permanent tag at the end is so, anyways. Nope. Yes. You Some... let the Browns tie the Steelers. They were losing like 27-3. And how? it's 27-27. How, how did that happen? 27-27, bro. Oh. Even with the drop kick? Brian Hoyer, nine-yard press to Travis Benjamin. That's what Travis is doing. God, Steelers suck. So, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>